girls you love till the day you get older. Say what you mean and mean what you say. A man is faithful. Come what, come what may. What's up, dudes and chicks? Welcome back to another episode of Go Forth. I'm here. My name is Christian, and today we have a special guest joining us on the podcast. How about you introduce yourself? What? Christian, I've been here the whole time this is i'm part <laughs> of this podcast as well but wow, nice to meet you what's your name well my name is jude and i've literally <laughs> been here since the beginning it's so good to have you on today I've, how about you tell who, us a little bit about yourself well, uh, my name is jude i you i have a, i've been here the whole time i don't get <laughs> hi everyone my name is jude i'm I used to go to school at high school, and then I stopped doing that because they I graduated. Wow, so inspiring! That'll be it today. You can go home now. I'm already at home, and I've been <laughs> here the whole time. <laughs> okay. Um. Anyways, let's let's get let's get serious here. What's up, Jude? It's it's good to have another episode going. It's been a while, as always. It's been a time. year since we started. That's what happened. Yeah, actually, we hit our one-year anniversary since the last episode, so that's super cool. Crab, happy one-year anniversary. Oh, dude, thank you. Did you get me anything? Dude, yeah, I got you something so nice. What is it? I'm never going to give it to you. Is it the food for today? Uh, dude, how, I told you I was never... Yes, it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, as you guys may have heard, last episode, we have started a new thing. I don't even know what you'd call it. A new segment here on Go Forth. We call it a segment. A segment. Okay. <laughs> that sounds pretty official. Anyways, what we <laughs> do is we get the weirdest, grossest food. Actually, it doesn't have to be gross every time. But anyways, we get a random food, and we're going to eat it here on the podcast, and we're going to rate it out of five stars. Jude, how about you remember, remember, uh-huh. how about you remind everybody what we ate last episode? Well, if I, if I remind correctly, um, <laughs> <laughs> it was beef, beef and gravy, baby food. Oh, delicious. And what was, what was your rating? I think I, I think I gave it a one, one and a half or a uh, maybe a half. half. Not I think you just gave it a half. Yeah. Yeah. I think I gave it a one, which was still pushing. That stuff was nasty. Oh, yeah. Definitely disgusting. But I think today's food's going to be a little better. I think we could start off with this segment today. Dude, it's going it, to – it's actually super good at for – it's like chicken. It is chicken. It's chicken, yeah. Maybe. Uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> kind of. Just not fully developed. Yeah, today we're going to be reviewing raw eggs. Just one raw egg, that is. Just one raw egg. And we're going to let you guys know how it is. Um, I should give a little precursor. We're both like pros at eating raw eggs already. It's not the first time either of us has done this. (laughs) <laughs> um, I will neither confirm nor deny that statement. <laughs> <laughs> I've definitely seen Jude eat way too many raw eggs in my <laughs> lifetime. <laughs> um, but you want to just you want to just send it? I think we I think we should just go for it. Yeah, dude. You got your egg? Uh, do I have my egg? <laughs> oh, sick. All right, let's try to like make this ASMR. I can't. I can't be by my mic. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm right. crack it on my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you want to do it on three? Yeah. All right, one, two, three. Oh yeah. Mm. Oh man. Oh, it dripped all over my leg. <laughs> yeah, all over my lap. That's cool though. Oh, oh delicious. That one. Oh, that one. Oh, dude. That. Now that was a good egg. Dude, that was mine was kind of sweet. It had like a a sweet hint to it. I think I think the flavor eggs I got this time are buttery croissant. 
baked on a buttery f- crispy crunch. Yeah, those buttery those buttery croissant eggs are they just hit different, dog. <laughs> hey, actually, raw eggs really aren't that bad. I enjoy raw eggs. Yeah, I mean, besides like the whole like they can get you sick thing. Mm, who cares? Yeah, that's and that's yeah. what I think. I don't think about it. <laughs> well, all right, what you, what's your rating for the raw egg today, <clears throat> dude? That 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 was that is gonna have to be that's gonna be a three point five on my side, Doug. <laughs> what? I'm feeling so proteined uh, up from that egg. I heard Arnold, dude. Arnold Schwarzenegger eats raw like fifty thousand raw eggs every morning. <laughs> and and look at him, dude. He's jacked. I think that would kill you if you ate fifty thousand because uh, eggs are full of cholesterol. Also, you you would probably explode. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But the so if you didn't really die from you. other reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. Well, I'm going to rate this raw egg a two stars because it was definitely at least oh. one star better than the raw baby food. <laughs> it, wasn't, the... it wasn't nearly as bad as the baby food. <laughs> <laughs> the baby food could have passed for cat food. <laughs> oh, cool. I'm glad we got that. I mean, I'm glad we did that. We didn't uh, yeah. get it over with. Yeah, it was nothing to get over. I'll do it again. Yeah. It was enjoyable. Hmm. <laughs> Delectable. Mm. Anyway, so th- there's a little something to take the edge off of everybody's life right now. Alrighty, and what you just heard was our new intermission sound. Hopefully we don't have to use that too many times. But uh, about halfway through our last recording, Jude's <laughs> phone decided to die. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, so we're back now. <laughs> I don't get it. What w- sound are you going to put in for the intermission? Uh, uh, Jude, what the heck? I, I can't put all this in. <laughs> Why? Because you just asked what song are you going to put in for the intermission, but it, I've, I've already played. Yeah, I know. I'm asking, asking, <laughs> I'm asking <laughs> what song you're going to put in before this. Yeah, but like everybody else has already heard the intermission sound, and now you're asking what it's going to be. And really, it's already there. <laughs> All right. Anyways, we would have restarted from the beginning, but uh, we didn't want to eat another raw egg. <laughs> okay. Well, crab didn't want to. I was, I was like kind of game. I was like, like if I had to, I would have. <laughs> Okay. All right, Jude. How about you start us off with a prayer? Oh. <laughs> okay. That did that came before the egg. No. <laughs> I promise. Okay. All right. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> Lord, we ask your blessing to come down upon us. We ask to be filled with your Holy Spirit in this moment. We ask for guidance. We ask for wisdom. And we ask to more perfectly be your servants, Lord. We thank you for every opportunity you've given us to grow. And we ask you, especially in this Holy Week, to accompany you in your passion and to strive each day to carry our cross so that along with you, we can see resurrection. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Thank you. No, it was definitely after the egg. Dog, I, can't, I don't even know what's happening right now. It's okay, because we're going to jump right back into it. I feel like I'm, you ready? Fl- I feel like I'm floating in the ocean in a pirogue. At least you're not eating beef and gravy baby food. Yeah, we all have something to be proud of. <laughs> okay so today me and jude are quarantining (laughs) 
it's never it's never gonna stop with it. Uh, no, we're quarantining today. I'm right, not. Dude? I was outside all day. Actually, yeah, I definitely went to work today. But dude, did you know that there's like a global pandemic going on right now? I do what? Who? Uh, it's a global pandemic. Global glandemic. <laughs> exactly. No. Okay. So the coronavirus is going around right now, as all of you know. Uh, so today we're going to talk about that. No, I, just kidding. I am. <laughs> I am taking social distancing serious, though. That's one. That's where I draw the line, literally. Uh ha ha. Where'd you see that? Twitter. No, I literally didn't see it anywhere. I just thought about it, and then I realized that I've been standing next to lines in every single store that I go to. I'm like what? Like that. what? If, what if I want to, like, get bumper bumper with the person in front of me in CVS? What if? <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Stop being weird. What if I'm just? What if I'm just trying to feel up on the fifty-year-old <laughs> dude next to me? <laughs> like, okay. So I got a cough. Why is everybody looking at me funny? <laughs> like, like, dang. I don't know. I just, look, I just got yelled at in the store the other day. All I tried to do was hold this random person's hand, and they got mad at me. I don't know why that's such a big deal. Started acting Normally, all funny. Normally, that wouldn't be that big of a deal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no. Um, everybody's talking about the coronavirus right now, so we know that y'all probably want to hear something different. And plus, I don't want to talk about the coronavirus. <laughs> so today, me and Jude are going to talk about... Jude, what are we going to talk about? What? Uh, we're going... We're, today, we're going to talk about our <clears throat> semi-professional rapping careers. <laughs> okay. no, I think we've had enough nonsense. <laughs> today, we're going to... Actually, <clears throat> um, we're going to talk about... Firstly... Exodus 90, um, and then kind of a segue out of that, we're in Holy Week right now, and um, we just want to give a couple of tips as to how we can live Holy Week well from our houses um, and family life, and without the sacraments. Uh, it's going to be tough, but we can give our simple advice to those who may need it or those who don't really have many Catholic resources to, to check out. Exactly. So, but first we're going to talk about Exodus 90. I know we've mentioned it, I think before in an older podcast, but if we haven't, here's what it is. So Exodus 90 is a 90 day spiritual exercise. I would say, uh, for men, and it's based around three things. So it's based around prayer, asceticism, and fraternity. So basically what you do is you get together with a group of guys and you call yourselves a fraternity. You know, like Pi Kappa Delta Cappuccino. Frat whack. You know. Yeah. No. Okay. Not a college fraternity. Um, a brotherhood. So you get a group of guys. You form a brotherhood, right? And right. so for 90 days, starting 90 days before Easter, you take up a, lot, a bunch of commitments uh, including prayer commitments and ascetic commitments and we'll get into what those are in a second um, and you follow through with them for 90 days and it's super challenging and it's super awesome uh, me and Jude are on day 85 86 85 right now and mm. Easter is approaching which is super exciting um, so yeah Let's let's jump right into it. So the three pillars, right? Prayer, asceticism, and fraternity. Mm-hmm. First of all, Jude, why are these three things important? Um. So I mean, they they each have their own importance, but <clears throat> I don't know if I have like <laughs> a super good umbrella answer, but. I can maybe give a small reason why each one's important. Um, yeah, for sure. Asceticism, I would say it allows us to um, realize the need to detach ourselves of things that can become crutches in our lives. Um, fraternity, realizing that we shouldn't have to do this alone. 
um, that our journey to, as we've seen in Exodus for the last 80 some odd days, our journey to freedom um, isn't one that we should try to journey alone on. Um, And and lastly, prayer, realizing that this is a spiritual exercise and that it's all in order to grow closer to um, to Christ and our relationship with him and to realize that we're called to be other, other Christs. Um, so yeah, I don't know if you have anything to, to add to that. No, that was good. So yeah, I mean, those are, those are the three pillars and that's like the, the basic importance of each of them. But as they all tie together in the, the retreat, the Exodus 90 retreat, um, I know just from, you know, what I've experienced, and I'm sure what Judix has experienced so far. Um, I don't know. I hope to encourage everybody to do this one day. And there's also a, a female version called Fiat 98, which is also super challenging. Um, but it's just more geared towards women. But for the most part, we're going to talk about Exodus. They're very similar. There's just a few differences. Um, so ladies you can still listen and still get something out of this hopefully Uh, but let's jump right into it so for most of you have heard this word that we've said asceticism a bunch of times probably have no idea what it means like me uh the first hundred times i heard it (laughs) but now i know i think uh so asceticism is basically acts of self-denial so what we did for the asceticism part is we had a bunch of commitments that we gave up a bunch of the normal comforts that we have in like daily life. Jude, you want to name some of those, like some of the things that we commit to not doing for the 90 days? Sure. Um, first and foremost, foremost. uh, Yeah. I was thinking that came (laughs) off a little bit weird. (laughs) What's the word I'm looking for? Foremost. (laughs) (laughs) First and foremost. First and uh, foremost. <laughs> it is farly the most. Anyway, um, the most difficult one would definitely have to be not snacking between meals. Um, <clears throat> if you're anything like me, you just like to take a big spoonful of peanut butter somewhere uh, at the 10 o'clock hour between breakfast and lunch. Yeah, not a thing. Um, so snacking. Yeah, so three meals a day. Yeah, three meals a day. Wednesdays and Fridays you fast. Every morning you take a cold shower, or every night, or every week, whatever. No warm showers at all. Yeah, so only cold short showers. Um, what else? You don't watch televised sports. You don't waste time on your phone. You give up social media. Um, and you, you don't watch any TV at all. It's just not sports. Yeah, that's true. Nothing. No TV. Exercise every day. Or not every day, but... It's like three times a week recommended. Yeah. Intense exercise. Um, You said alcohol already, I think. No alcohol. No alcohol. At least seven hours of sleep a night, which is very difficult, um, but rewarding. Um, What else did we miss? Anything? That's that's basically yeah. It. No desserts. Oh yeah, that's no tough. sweet drinks. No sweet drinks either. So it's just like water, black coffee, black tea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So those are all of the ascetic commitments that we make during Exodus. Um, I know a lot of you are thinking right now, like, why would you ever want to do this? Like, why? I don't know. Why take cold showers every morning? (laughs) Why refrain from snacking? I mean, I'm sure that has other practical reasons, but yeah, (laughs) I'm not trying to lose weight. Why abstain from snacking? (laughs) What do you think, Jude? Why are the aesthetics super important? I would say, firstly, it's a fair question. Um, But to understand how we glow, (laughs) glow, oh my gosh, how we grow closer (laughs) to Christ um, it's through acts of self-denial, um, because 
when we look at these when we look at these things though little when we can hold our um self to be more disciplined in these things like getting away from the the comforts of just eating whenever we want or the comforts of taking a 20 minute shower because it's a cold morning or um whatever it might be a drink at the end of a long day just to kick back when we take those comforts out of our out of our life we realize <clears throat> that we're faced with the, the the i guess more difficult questions of like how do we spend our free time to be more productive or how to deal with the real emotions of it's been a long day and i want to drink um realizing we have to take those crutches out of our lives to be um i guess more fully ourselves yeah i'd say you nailed it right on the head just realizing that those comforts that we think we need are really not essential to the bigger picture yeah Um, and then on top of that i know for me personally like after getting rid of tv and video games and social media it really like freed my mind and i felt like i was out of the matrix i know for the first like half or two-thirds of exodus um disclaimer our group did pretty well but towards the end we kind of started falling apart uh (laughs) (laughs) let's be honest um but no i know at least for me for the first like half or first two-thirds um all the commitments were going super well i wasn't budging on really any of them Mm -hmm. and you know whenever i wasn't around tv and social media and all that I really felt like I could just think clearly without all of those distractions. Cause it's like every time, every time we have a free moment or like whatever, even a free hour, it doesn't have to be a moment. What do we instantly do? We look for the most entertaining thing around us, which is usually our phone. We pick it up and we open up Instagram, um, or TV. We'll go watch Netflix, whatever. But instead of, you know, looking for that entertainment immediately, it was really hard to break out of at first. I don't know how it was for you, but yeah, for I me, still like, I mean, I don't know. Like for me, my phone isn't really like, I don't know. My phone hasn't always been like super hard for me to break away from. Like I remember a couple of years ago when we did like our year of no social media, like that's really when, what the heck? I feel like somebody's knocking on something around me. Oh, it's the dog barking. Oh my gosh, that was so weird. Dude, I thought somebody was like knocking on my window. That was weird. Um, Sorry, Jude. No one's trying to break your quarantine. <laughs> Calm down. Crack the quarantine. It's the new game we're playing. Anyway, um, like, I don't know. It's always been pretty easy for me to just like get away from my phone. I, I enjoy wasting time in other ways. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't, for me, I know that was tough. I feel like every time I'd pull out my phone, my thumb would like instantly go to where Instagram or Snapchat used to be. Sure. Um, but yeah, like after you know getting used to it and getting rid of all these forms of entertainment and distraction, um, you know, whenever you'd hit those free moments, it started. I started to be able to like gear my mind towards prayer. Mm-hmm. which is, you know, not like a formal prayer, like sitting down and say like, okay, I'm going to spend the next 30 minutes praying. No, not like that. Just making daily life a prayer, you know, it was so much easier to do that. Yeah. Um, which is why like when, when Exodus ends, you know, we can do all these things. I'm more motivated now to, to do less of these things, you know? Yeah. I feel like <laughs> that's, that's like one of the big parts of Exodus realizing how much how much of these things you don't need you know yeah. realizing and how much, how much they actually like they have a negative effect on you really yeah. yeah exactly like they just it makes you it really exposes like your flaws of wow i really depend on these things to get me through the hard days like yeah. it really forces you to answer the question like what is my dependence in or on i don't know what that is you know what I've kind of realized about all, okay, not all of the aesthetics, but all the ones about no TV, no video games and whatever. I feel like in all of those things and including social media, you're wasting your time watching other people live their life 
Like, why not just go live your life? Right. I don't know. That's, that's another discussion. But yeah, the ascetics. This is one of the most essential parts of Exodus. Um, you know, of course, anybody can go do a retreat that's full of prayer. Um, but yeah, the ascetics is what makes it challenging. It's what makes it, um, enticing to do because Mm -hmm. men want a challenge. Um, and that's what, I think that's why the first half of Exodus was a lot better than the second half. Um, I know, you know, with our fraternity, we had to have weekly meetings and we'd talk about these things. Um, like, you know, what was going well, what wasn't. And around the halfway mark, everybody kind of started saying that, you know, the ascetics, the commitments were kind of getting secondary. Like they weren't a challenge anymore. They were just kind of habit by this point, um, which made it less awesome, you know, because whenever you first started, there was like this hype there. I was like, yeah, I'm like ready to challenge myself. You get in that cold shower and it hurt and you couldn't breathe (laughs) and whatever. You're super hungry in between meals. But then, you know, after a while your body starts getting used to all this stuff. Um, which was weird because once everybody hit that point, that's whenever the, once everything got easy, that's when people started failing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, cuz you stop you stop thinking so much about it like you stop making it so intentional. You stop having to choose it like at each and every moment and whenever you make it or whenever it becomes a little bit like mundane and you start to think like, "Oh, it's easy." That's the moment you can say like, "Oh, well, like I can have this little snack right now because I know it's not a big deal." You know? Like yeah. I I could have this little snack cuz I know like I don't need it. <laughs> Exactly. But and, and another is you, you're like, I know I can, you know, give it up. Like I've done, I've proved it to myself, you know, yeah. I can, go, I, could, I can go without eating snacks. It's <laughs> so like, I can eat it's this like, one because I know I can like do it. Every drug addict stories ever. It's like, I could, I can make my shower hot a little bit warm today because I know I can, I can make it cold whenever <laughs> I want. Exactly. Like, like I went a few weeks without doing crack. Um, so I know I can go without it. So I'm just going to do a little bit right now. It's fine. It's justified. I can stop whenever I want. I just don't want. (laughs) Yeah. But anyways, um, the aesthetics, super crucial, super important to this whole shebang. Uh, probably one of the greatest parts, but what the aesthetics open you up to is the next pillar, which is prayer. Um, Crab, I think I it's your, like, I think it's I think it's your turn to tell us about the pillar. What what were the commitments for prayer? Yeah, so the prayer commitments were a lot less listful. Um there's not a big old list of like you have to do this, 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 this. Um the prayer kind of comes natural along with the ascetics, but the few commitments that there are are you have to make a daily holy hour. Um, which just means spending an hour of your time in prayer every day, um, if you can, in front of the Eucharist. If not, so be it. And then there's a passage from the book of Exodus every day. So the idea is that by through the 90 days, you get through the whole book of Exodus, and you follow the story of Moses leading the Israelites out of Egypt. Um, and the it's kind of like... Land. Exactly, into the promised land. So the whole retreat is kind of paralleled with the book of Exodus. Um, so every day you read, like, you know, a passage from Exodus, and then there's a little reflection on it. Um, so I know at the beginning, you know, it talks about how, you know, you're one of the Israelites, and, you know, you're enslaved in Egypt right now. And, like, talking about how you're enslaved and, and all of these comforts that you think you need but you don't like you're enslaved by the world, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then as you follow the story of Exodus, you know, you see Moses leads the people out of Egypt from slavery, um, you know, and then it gets to a point where the Israelites are kind of doubting Moses when they get to a certain point and they're like, you know, they're out of food and whatever they're starving. And they're like, life was better in slavery. You know, at least we got food and stuff. And at that point, the reflections are kind of about how, 
you know, you're getting to this point in the retreat where you wish you could still do these things, you know, whatever, like you're starting to get, you're starting to like make up excuses. Like, yeah, exactly. Like you're becoming complacent. You're starting to feel like, like, man, like why, like a a glass of wine every Friday night isn't that bad. Like why can't, why can't I just do that? You know? Yeah, exactly. So right when you start making excuses for yourself, um, that's kind of the point where, you know, you're kind of wishing you could be back just like the Israelites were like, you know, it was better when we were in slavery. Uh, but no, the whole idea is that you keep fighting for the promised land, which is not being enslaved by the world. How does Oprah say that? When the when the going gets tough, the tough get going? <laughs> I don't know if that's <laughs> Oprah or not. Yeah, me either. Oprah? Sounds believable. <laughs> Sounds about right. I think she <laughs> would say something like that. She probably has at one point. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, other than that, uh, your fraternity can make its own um, commitments for prayer. Like we said, confession once a week. Um, spiritual direction, if you can, once a week. Direction. Offer the Ridge every Monday for the fraternity. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I don't know, dude. Like I was saying earlier, I feel like the ascetics really are like the catalyst to the prayer pillar for sure. And it's, it's so obvious that once your ascetic commitments start falling apart, your prayer goes along with it. Mm -hmm. It's, it's super clear. I know every time, you know, a day I would have a day where I would just kind of relax some of the things. My prayer was just terrible. Like sometimes it wasn't even there. I think you said it like just the idea that, we love challenge. Like we love being challenged and the idea of something like challenges, like kind of excites us. And then we like get started and it's funny because it's kind of like we're tricked into a spiritual life by that. Yeah. It's like you give up all these things and then you realize like, Oh wait, I'm praying. (laughs) Yeah. And it's the challenge like motivates you. Yeah. You know, and it's not even just in prayer. I know, for me, like, especially at the beginning, whenever everything was exciting and challenging, um, even outside of prayer, just conversations and experiences I'd have throughout my day were much more, I don't know, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe this is a little bit of a stretch, but I don't exactly know how I want to word this. But it kind of it kind of makes, like, if you were to think of the asceticisms as, like, our life of sin, you know, even though these things aren't sinful, like to watch a football game or to like, whatever, these things aren't sinful, but to think about them like parallel to sin, um, to say like, these are things that I don't want to do. These are things that I don't want. And then like, while you're doing Exodus and let's say one day you, you just like, you cheat and you eat some dessert. You just feel like, Oh dang, I just let my fraternity down. <laughs> like in the moment, like you're like, "Uh, oh, I'm just going to okay, well, you know, today's not a feast day, but it's kind of like uh, uh whatever, it's Thursday. I'll have this dessert." <laughs> and and you make all these excuses in your head and then you do it and then you feel like, "Wow, I let them down." And and it should be the same feeling like when in our in our life when we detach ourselves from grace, realizing that um we're letting like we're not being fully ourselves. We're not being the people we've committed to God that we want to be when we sin. And when we sin, we detach ourselves from him and we should feel that, dang, I'm not being the person I'm I'm supposed to be right now. I'm letting God down. Um, And to know that God has the same response that hopefully our fraternity would have of, Hey, it's okay. Keep fighting. This isn't, the end all be all like you're good dust yourself off you know yeah this is a perfect time to segue into the last pillar which is the fraternity you know because none of this really works without the fraternity i know last year i tried to do um i didn't fully do exodus like i wasn't doing all the commitments but i tried to do like my own little version and i was doing it by myself um and it just wasn't (laughs) 
like I did it for a good bit, but without the fraternity, you know, and without, you know, other people holding you accountable and pushing you or calling you higher, um, it kind of fell apart. So fraternity is also a very important pillar of all this. Um, mm. and I'd go as far to say is you can't have any two of these without the third, like these all, each of these is super essential to this whole spiritual exercise. Yeah. Yeah. And then the fraternity commitments are just, you know, you have weekly meetings, um, which we our our fraternity started not doing too well with that towards the end. Um, I know Jude's brother was in our fraternity and he had his sixth child. Yeah, his sixth child. His sixth child, um, you know, about a month ago, was it? Yeah. And, you know, that kind of threw him off and then whatever. But for a while we had it going pretty well. <laughs> yeah, life just got really crazy. Like everybody started getting super like like busily unbusy with like school and everything. Like I don't yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like things just And everybody lost wild. like their normal routine once all the coronavirus stuff hit. Um so that made things difficult to try to find times that matched up cuz you know everybody's schedule got thrown all off whack. Yeah. Uh if, and then lastly if- with never mind i was about to say something that was nonsense lastly no you should you should i was just i was just thinking like what if all the people who like i know the coronavirus has like been been around for a while but like what if all the people who just got it well what if all the people who got it and they live through it like they become superhumans all right i shouldn't let you say anything i think it'd be pretty (laughs) sick I regret letting you say your nonsense. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, and then the last thing with fraternity is you choose a person to be your anchor. Um, So, you know, you have your whole fraternity and everybody kind of watches out for each other, but you pick one person to kind of be like your rock, like you and him. Um, You talk daily and you check up on each other. And if you're having, you know, issues, you hit them up. Um so that's also super important. I know. I think. I think. I'm pretty sure Jude was my anchor. <laughs> <laughs> I think it just kind of naturally happened like that because we talk every day anyway. <laughs> I'm glad we clarified that. Yeah, I don't think we actually clarified it up day, to this point. Day 86, we're good. <laughs> got my anchor. Jude, can you be my anchor? <laughs> Dude, I got you. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So super important, but yeah, those are the three pillars. Um, and I don't know, I would really encourage everybody listening to this to try it. Um, next year you could try it. Actually Exodus isn't, it doesn't have to be done around Easter time. You could really do it anytime, but I think it's really awesome around Easter time because the whole idea of, you know, sacrifice really picks up, especially around Lent. Um, you know, because the whole idea of sacrifice is that you tie in whatever you sacrifice to Christ's sacrifice on the cross. And that's what gives it meaning. You know, none of these ascetics, like all of these things that we give up or all the things that we add on, none of this would make any sense without Christ crucified. It's, just, it's super important to remember because sacrifice finds its meaning in Christ's sacrifice that's what we unite our sacrifices to. And that's what gives it, you know, it's, it's juice. (laughs) It's the difference (laughs) between the juice and the sauce. Anyway, juice and the sauce. (laughs) I love that Uh, video. (laughs) I, um, I, what was I about to say? Oh, I really agree with what you just said. And, (laughs) oh, thanks. (laughs) And also, um, Oh, that's what I was going to say. It makes it makes it a lot easier to have a Lenten resolution or a Lenten penance when you already know what you're doing. <laughs> like yeah. if you do Exodus, you don't have to add much because it's already pretty intense um, and it's already kind of drawn out for you. So, um, yeah. it can and, give it, you- and it makes Easter all the better. Easter's going to be, well, it would be a lot better if, you know, this whole quarantine thing wasn't going on because we could really have like a party, but yeah, on Easter, on Easter, I'm gonna snack on dessert liquors while watching 
Oprah while Winfrey. watching TV in my hot shower. <laughs> oh my gosh! Perfect. Yeah, but I actually like even in saying that that you know Easter we're gonna ball out and just do all these things. Uh, I don't know. After all the stuff I just said, like I'm really motivated to to keep a lot of these commitments maybe not as strictly um but just seeing like the fruits of of doing all of this i want to just do like exodus 365 you know like Mm -hmm. maybe it doesn't have to be as intense but it's definitely been very clear the the um, you know the positive things that have come out of this yeah you realize that there's freedom and simplicity like you don't yeah. need all these things to be happy, even though you've heard that on every single TED talk and every motivational talk from any sports coach any ever. <laughs> like you don't need all these extra things. You just need the basics and that's what will get you through. And and our faith is the same thing. You know, a lot of people get really discouraged and on the brink of like living out their faith or something, thinking that it's super hard. But really, it's the people who see it very simply that are able to make it something great it's the people who make themselves small um that are able to be the greatest saints why well, jude have you been preparing for a ted talk because that sounded like some really <laughs> i mean motivational stuff now i'm now i'm not gonna lie a, a good ted talk is one of my crutches dude <laughs> ted talks get Sounds- me going bro Sometimes, like, the things you say, like, when you really get rolling on one of your, like, motivational, I don't know, little things, it sounds like you just heard it somewhere else and you're just repeating. I know it's not true. <laughs> so I'm like, I see you. You're not reading anything, but, like, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, dude. Just listen to the TED Talks of, of people who have done crazy things. I, I don't know. I don't know. TED Talks, they're crazy, but. It's true. It's a change of mindset. <laughs> yeah, but guys, that's that's Exodus ninety in a nutshell. Um, in a in a shell, in the shell <laughs> of a nut. But I really encourage everybody to look into it. Um, it's not okay. It's probably a little too early to start getting your group together for next year. But <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> um, yeah, definitely pray about it. Um, don't dive headfirst into it without preparing. Um, Don't listen to crab. Just dive headfirst. Just send it. Okay, yeah. Just do that. I don't know. <laughs> either, I, either, <laughs> either way, who cares? I think you have to discern doing Exodus. It's not, you know, I don't know. I think it has to be uh, something you pray about. Because uh, it is a journey. If, if, you, if you're serious about it, if you're really serious about it. Yeah. And, like, staying committed like a hundred percent, especially with your fraternity and with the aesthetics and whatnot. I mean, you can discern it, but also like, don't feel like if I haven't prayed about it, but I feel like God calling me to do it, then like do it, you know? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like something that's like, like to that point, I agree. Like if it's in your mind, like beforehand, like, yeah, like pray about it, make sure it's something you should be doing. Because it, I guess if, what I mean, what I mean in saying that is, don't half-ass it. Like, commit all the way, or don't okay, do it yeah. at all. Yeah, I could agree to that. Like, that's don't go, I, don't I mean. go into it with this mindset that you're going to fail anyway. Yeah, like oh, I'll try it out for a little while, and then you know, exact, if I like it, I'll yeah. keep doing it. Yeah, that I can agree work. with, dude. I totally vibe with that. You're vibing with it, dude. That's sick. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, sweet. Um, yeah, dude. One last thing. I don't know why. It's kind of sadistic, actually. But the one thing that always stuck throughout my Exodus journey was the cold shower. Like, mm. you know, some some ascetics would kind of fall off here and there. Like, you know, sometimes I'd snack. Sometimes I'd, I don't know, freaking have a beer or whatever. But... <laughs> Like the cold shower, for some reason, I never like let up on that. Yeah, it's it's funny because the other day we were having a meeting and I told the guys like, 
Yeah, this week was a pretty rough week, but you know, it didn't slack once on a cold shower. And then Crab came in and he said the same thing. And it's it, we agreed that it's because like if if you make the decision to take a hot shower, you're like really throwing in the white flag. You're, <laughs> yeah, that's you're like, like giving up. <laughs> I'm done, dude. I can't do this. Is too hard. Like now, you, if you could bear through that, like two minutes of a cold shower, <laughs> you're good to go. You're still in it to win it. I don't know, dude. Even I kind of find them enjoyable. Like, I mean, obviously. It's still not better than a hot shower, but I've learned to like it. <laughs> it's part of like my daily routine now, and I pr- I don't know. It's gonna screw everything up whenever I stop. Yeah, that's what wakes me up. That's what wakes me up in the morning. Yeah, that's true, but also it's what keeps me in bed. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point as well. <laughs> All right, but anyways, you know, as we approach the end of Exodus, we're also in holy week right now um yesterday was spy monday um you know judas. Good Friday. <laughs> yeah whenever i'm mad at jude i call him judas the betrayer why do you call me that every day uh dude say it with I'm your chest i'm always mad at you <laughs> i'm always mad at you uh, yeah but it's all right, so Crab, what, why do you mention Holy Week? What's up? Is is something different? Yeah, dude. Well, usually there's all these amazing opportunities and things to do during Holy Week. There's um, no place like home for <laughs> the holy days. Why are you going to ask me to say something and then start singing when I start talking? Because uh, we're home for the holy days, dude. Judas, the betrayer, stop. <laughs> Anyways. There's always things to do, especially for those of you in the, the Regnum Christi world. There's always Holy Week missions. Um, but yeah, all of that stuff is canceled now. Can't even go to Mass on Easter Sunday. I can't go hear the seven <laughs> hour-long readings on <laughs> uh, the vigil at the vigil Mass. Dude, wait. I want to tell a funny story about the vigil Mass real quick. Do it in your cool. Dude, during my mission year... We went to this vigil mass at this parish in Maryland. And actually, yeah, it's near where you are right now. What's its name? Uh, St. Raphael's. I wasn't going to say it, but then I decided why not. Shout out St. <laughs> Raphael's. We went to the Easter vigil there. Um, and for those of you who don't know, at the Easter vigil, they do seven readings. Um, and they're pretty lengthy. But... You know, when I went to St. Raphael's this year, they had hired this group that performs the readings in song. And I was like, this is going to be insane. You know, the first few were pretty cool. And it also makes the readings like a lot longer when they're in song form. Just FYI. But we get to around (laughs) the middle, right? And they had like a different person that would go up and perform each reading. Um, And they had like a whole band on the side and they were like, they had all these really crazy instruments. Um, but this one lady gets up. She's going to, I think it was like the fourth reading or something. And all of a sudden, she busts out these finger symbols. And she was like singing this reading and like clacking these <laughs> finger symbols. It was so insane. It was, it was probably the most intense thing I've ever witnessed. <laughs> <laughs> she was going ham. Uh, she but, was going to ham uh, hard as a mother goose and, <laughs> anyways um, yeah so like I was saying usually so, all these so great- basically St. Raphael's will not be able to do that this year <laughs> yeah to everyone's to misfortune <laughs> so. I'm not gonna lie; it's really enjoyable the whole experience. I'm not gonna sit here and roast it when I really had a great time. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> anyways, um, how many times am I gonna have to say um, this? <laughs> what? I don't know, dude. I was like on a roll, and then you threw me off. But like I was saying, oh, this. How many times am I gonna have to say like I was saying? Like I was saying. Uh, (laughs) we usually have all these great things um and this year we don't 
So me and Jude kind of wanted to spend a few minutes talking about what we can do in the comfort of our home and our quarantine to really live out this Holy Week. Obviously, we can't live it out to its fullest extent, um, especially without the sacraments. But we can still try our best, right, Jude? That's right, Crab. There's something we can agree on. Sweet. So, Jude, what do you think we can do during this Holy Week at our house? Um, firstly, um, I one thing that I've been telling everybody outside of Holy Week, but I think definitely more intentionally during Holy Week we should be doing, um, is not trying to run from the silence. Like, I feel like everyone's quarantine has basically been, what can I do, what can I do, what can I do? And I think one word of advice that I can give, Crab, are you coughing right now? No, no, I wouldn't. No, I don't. Or, dude, how virus. are you? Here, drink this water. Can I check your temperature? <laughs> hey, how about you just stay focused on what you're <laughs> So we all try to run from the silence. And I think that one thing that's super important, especially in Holy Week, is to embrace the silence, to... Um, really take the gospel for the day to read it to reflect upon it and ultimately to live it um because if we're gonna live this well if we're going to grow in our spiritual life whether we like it or not contemplative prayer will have to be a part of it at some point and what better time when literally no one has any excuse to not give 30 minutes a day to silent prayer um so that's that's the first thing i would recommend um is really crack open yield bible and bring it all back home um because that's that's like where our our faith lies that is divinely inspired words so yeah super important um i know for me good friday my Okay, this is kind of sad, but I was talking to my mom the other day, and I was like, hey, um, you know, what's going on? I'm getting ready to come home for Easter. For those of you who don't know, I, I live five hours away from home. Uh, that's where I go to, to college. And I was like, yeah, Mom, are you excited? And she was like, well, actually, I don't think you should come home for Easter. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, all right. Uh, no, there's a lot of very good reasons behind that. It's not because she hates me, I think. <laughs> I um, but yeah, I was like, well, shoot, what am I going to do for Holy Week even? Um, so I know like Good Friday, I really just want to spend the day in silence like Jude was just saying. And maybe just like there's so much depth in the gospel. And it's super easy to pass over that, especially you know if you're just listening to an excerpt during mass or whatever, but I really just want to sit down this good Friday and like really contemplate over the passion. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's my plan for good Friday. What's your plan for good Friday? Well, so I'm actually gonna go live Holy week with, um, Gabe Vernig and his family. So I don't know what that's going to look like. I don't know what <laughs> their, their plan is. But um, they're they're a super spiritual family, so I'm sure it'll be lived well. I'm just gonna kind of go by their family norm. Um, That's so I'm not, awesome. Yeah, I'm not really sure what to expect, but I'm gonna go into it with an open heart. And um, yeah, but I would say the same thing. I, I like I really want to live the Triduum with a lot of silence and reflection upon our Lord's Passion. Um, that's honestly that's kind of how we were both kind of brought up in our charism, just praying in front of a crucifix meditating upon christ crucified and so um yeah holy week is always an an intense moment for me because i every day i pray in front of a crucifix and i feel like realizing that this is the point in our um, liturgical season when this actually happened it, it always really strikes me and one thing that <clears throat> always really like just pulls at those heartstrings <laughs> is a good seven last words talk. Um, I would, I wish I knew one offhand on like YouTube or something to recommend to everybody. Um, 
I don't know. If you follow us on Instagram, I'll try to find some and post them on our Instagram story. Dude, uh, nice going. Get them to follow the Instagram. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice little good idea. Input. But um, a good seven last words talker really just, I don't know, maybe we've kind of talked about the seven last words here, but maybe we can put out a podcast on the seven last words. Oh, that'd be sweet. I don't know. Yeah. We should have thought about that. For sooner. those of you who don't know what he's talking about, it's the seven last things that Jesus said before he died on the cross. Yeah. The seven last uh, phrases. Yeah. That's, it's really, really awesome. I know father Andrew Granati gave a really good talk on that one year. Dog, um, he knocked it out yeah. the park. It changed my life. Actually it changed my life. <laughs> but yeah, look up, um, there's plenty of resources online, but also just the gospel itself. Use that. Um, remember to fast. Like we were just saying earlier, um, the whole idea of sacrifice comes from Christ's sacrifice on the cross. And so this is a really good time to unite your, your sacrifice to Christ crucified. And I'm sure it will be blessed yeah. Um, so yeah, just remember to fast Friday. That's good Friday. Yeah. What were you about to say? As well, like, don't don't feel like you have to pray alone. Like now is a perfect time. I've been part of a lot of groups who have been doing like um, like FaceTime rosaries, basically. Um, really, just make a group message with some of your friends and just say like, Hey guys, on Good Friday, would you would y'all be interested in praying the the Stations of the Cross with me? Um, or like any time this week, especially Saturday, um, like spend that day walking with Mary, like invite a couple of your friends to get on FaceTime or to get on house party or zoom or whatever, and just pray the rosary together. Um, yeah, that's, that's another big thing. Be a leader, like be a leader in this time because everybody's kind of in the same boat right now. Like, what do we do? Uh, so don't be afraid to step up and invite other people to, to pray yeah really take advantage of this holy week yeah especially those of you who like really take time out of your day to listen to this podcast those of you who have have experienced christ especially in the eucharist um those of you who who are committed to your faith realize that especially in moments like this you can't let those experiences go to waste like christ is really calling you to be a light for others so yeah. kind of like to crab's point like in these moments where we're all stuck at home and we're all having doubts and we're all um, kind of like our family's flaws are all super. Um, uh, what's the word? Like big They're showing. Yeah. <laughs> Just like times are hard. So be a leader and, and, and be a light to those who are struggling. Yeah. And then, you know, other than prayer, there's really, like prayer and fasting there's really you know not much more you can do um, i mean there's there's the holy the virtual holy week missions online through like um yeah, yeah yeah atlanta mercy missions or like up here in dc they have uh, a little program home for the holy days um i don't know which other places are doing these type of missions but yeah. So, yeah. I'm sure so, you just Google on online Holy Week missions and Yeah, exactly. You'll find it. You'll find greatness. But yeah. I think we're coming up on an hour here, Jude. Bingo. Bongo, dude. I think it's gonna be awesome. And realize that everyone has to live this Holy Week from home, so let's make it awesome, let's make it prayerful, and let's make it about Christ, not about ourselves. Yeah, exactly. Alright, well cool. Um, well, that kind of concludes what we wanted to talk about. I thought it'd be kind of cool. I was looking at the analytics for the podcast earlier, right before we started actually. Um, and I just thought it'd be cool to note a few of these things. We've now reached 15 countries. Mm. Uh, some of these include Guatemala, Ireland, Iraq, um, Canada, Austria, Colombia, and the list goes on a little while longer. And then we've also reached 36 states. We need 14 more states to be freaking rocking the USA. <laughs> so if you're in one of those states that 
hasn't listened yet and you're listening now way to go (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay yeah and overall like just praise god for our podcast being able to reach those people and don't be afraid to send this podcast out if it helps you like send it to other people hopefully our words are coming from the holy spirit (laughs) at least (laughs) sometimes um (laughs) and uh yeah, maybe it can help somebody to get through a little rough patch or give them the, the wisdom they needed to continue in their journey. Yeah, guys, we do um, appreciate whatever support you can give us, um, whether that be like giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts or just sending us your ideas for what you want to hear or following us on Instagram, um, shouting us out on your stories, whatnot. Just help help us promote that would be great. And and please pray for us and trust in our prayers. Exactly. Man. Well, and Jude. I think that's a wrap, homeboy. Okay, so you wanna you wanna do it? You wanna do the thing? Nah dog, you got it. Alright. Like a good neighbor, stiff I mean shoot, that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Go forth. The podcast has ended. Thanks be to God.